What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. Today, we are going to talk about a few different topics, but they all play together in a big role. Uh, known as the Matrix, no, well, it kind of is the Matrix. But what I want to talk about is a couple different stories that make up the whole and the whole is the question are we living in a groundhog day like scenario until we wake up now let me ask you when you wake up you go to work you do your work you come home You throw your microwave dinner in the microwave, you eat, you watch a couple hours of TV, and you go to bed. And you get up and do it all over again. Now, if you're retired, that's okay. Maybe you're not doing that, but maybe you're waking up, and the same day just seems to keep replaying. Especially in these winter days, right, where there's no sun, at least in the good portion of America. So... The question is, are we living in a Groundhog Day-like experiment, or a Matrix-like experiment, but with the same day almost kind of repeating over and over again, to a degree, until we wake up? Now, let me put this into a little bit more detailed perspective. Let's say you're going to the same job for five years. And it's day in, day out. It's the same thing. You get your weekends, and it's the same thing. And you, you keep going, you keep going, you keep going until you burn out, right? And you're like, I can't do it anymore. I've got to do something else. And you switch jobs. Is that a waking up, realizing that that particular version of you is not going to work out? So you have to explore a new version of you? It seems to be so. How many days in a row can you do the exact same thing that you like to do? Let's just put it that way. Something that you like to do over and over again until it becomes boring and monotonous. And you have to switch it up and put a little bit of variety in your life. So I'm throwing a lot of concepts in here, but the the point I'm trying to make is 
in regards to the Groundhog Day Matrix scenario, are we living in a matrix where we have to wake up in order to come out of it and become our highest selves? It seems so to a certain degree. Think about how many people do the exact same thing over and over again at their jobs, like I said, except on a larger scale. What's the percentage of people that do this? Pretty high, right? There's like the 1%, right, that are uber rich and they don't have to do this. And there's like the 90, I mean, they say the 99%, but it's probably more like 97, maybe 95%. There's a lot, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there. There's a lot of people that are waking up and saying, hey, this nine to five rat race is making me miserable physically, mentally, spiritually, and I got to change it. So it almost seems like we're in this like built in society. No, it doesn't seem like it is. We're, we're, we've been born into this society where we have to wake up. And, and, and like Tony Roberts says, Tony Robbins says, we have to take massive action to change it. And most people just don't have the energy or don't have the understanding of how to get out of it. Um, yes, I am fascinated by the Matrix movies, if you're asking. Uh, I am fascinated by the Morpheus character and waking Neo up. And Neo was one of those guys that was going to work every day. And he was like, he was uh, objecting authoritarianism you know he wasn't buying into the system you know and the system wanted to keep him coming to work getting there on time da 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 da, da. He, he just wasn't feeling it um <clears throat> and you know what am i getting at i'm gonna get to the second part of this story right now and then there's a third part and it starts coming together okay so hang in there so the second part of the story talks about uh, a previous podcast i had done about a woman named Aaron, Aaron Valenti, okay? Now, this woman uh, was the head of a, a huge um, high-tech uh, agency. Um, oh, gosh, let me pull it up here. Um, and she was going to a conference uh, in the Silicon Valley, okay? She, she was the CEO of Tinker Ventures, which was a high-tech um, agency out of Salt Lake City, Utah. They specialize in innovation and product development. So a lot of people know this story, but just for those who don't, it, she was uh, going down um, to visit some friends in Silicon Valley and to go to a conference. In 2019, she won the 2019 Woman Tech Awards. She won a partnership with a neural interface startup called CTRL Labs, a company that had just been acquired by Facebook for uh, somewhere between $500 million and a $1 billion dollars. The company specializes in the development of mind-reading wristbands. At the launch, the company's founder excitedly told the public that uh, <clears throat> their company would realize the dream of connecting our brains to computers in the near future. Everyone would be able to control a computer with their mind. Okay? Think about that for a second. We know that we can probably do this already. She was part of this venture. She was part of making this a reality. She went uh, to this highly anticipated women's tech award ceremony. And according to her family, Aaron called every day during her trip. On the evening of October 7th, right after having dinner with her friend, things took a strange turn. And she called, Valenti called her mother to let her know she just finished dinner and she would be driving to the airport. However, Aaron's car was nowhere to be found. 
and had originally parked it around the corner. At the time, Aaron Valenti told her mom not to worry, as she would be able to find the car soon. Minutes later, she found it, and Aaron became agitated and began mumbling incoherently that she had just refueled the car not more than 10 minutes ago, but now the car was running out of gas and she probably wouldn't make it to the airport. Sensing something was wrong, Aaron's mother called her son-in-law and asked him to contact Aaron immediately. So for the next few hours, both of them continually spoke to Aaron, and she seemed to be agitated. She told her family in fear that it's all a game. It's a thought experiment. We're in the Matrix. After this phone call, Aaron's family could no longer contact her. She never made it home the next day. They found her body in the rental car. So, a lot of theories go around about this, but the fact is, is that she was on the cutting edge of technology, of computer neural interface technology, to be exact. And she was the CEO, okay? She had the highest information for her agency. She had the highest information moving into this. And one of the highest information clearances for Facebook, one of the biggest companies in the world when it comes to tech. And if she is saying that we're in the matrix, what does that, you know, what does that mean for us? I mean, even Elon Musk states that AI is our biggest threat. So that's the kind of the second part of this story is that Aaron Valenti basically said, we are, we are in the matrix. And she is, she was a CEO of a huge company and huge player uh, in Salt Lake City and in the Silicon Valley. Why would she just all of a sudden flip out and say that, right? <clears throat> it seems as though there's a lot of people who believe we're in a simulated world. Even Elon Musk has said the same. There's actually a Chinese philosopher who about 2,300 years ago, named uh, Zhuangzi, a renowned Chinese philosopher, entered into a dream and became a butterfly, flying freely among the flowers. Suddenly he woke up and it had a terrifying question arise in his mind. How can I be sure that I've really woken up? Could I actually be the butterfly dreaming that I am human? The dream is so real. Isn't that interesting? Now... For the third part of this story, we're going to go to uh, one of the movies I did a podcast about. It's called uh, The Mandela Effect. Now, everybody's heard about The Mandela Effect, but the movie itself talks about and presents a world that is in the Matrix. But strangely enough, nobody can figure it out, except for one man who loses his son. Okay, And he's trying to figure it out, and he all of a sudden comes across an individual who's working at a university who has access to a high-tech quantum computer and can run certain programs. And he's talking to this uh, university professor, and the professor st states you know, that basically nothing exists until you look at it. It's the Schrodinger's cat. Uh, phenomenon, right? The cat is both alive and dead in the box until you open it. That's quantum mechanics. That's quantum physics in a nutshell. Th that it's a superposition is what they call it. So if we understand this, then we also, what they 
posited in the movie was that the world is also the same, that it, that it doesn't exist until you look at it. For example, let's say you have a park close to your house, but you're not there, you're at your house. Does the park exist right now if you're not looking at it? Some would say yes, because well, what, what if a, a crime happens at that park and they post about it on Facebook and they're like, yeah, this happened. You weren't there, but it did happen. So that park does exist, but they state that it doesn't exist until you actually go and look at it. So going back to what the university professor states is that he can figure this out, but he has the quantum computer, but nobody's written a code to quite manipulate the world yet. So this guy goes back. He's a computer programmer. He goes back figures out a way to override the quantum computer itself, and this quantum computer then totally alters the universe, the, 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 well, the universe, or at least our existence, our timeline, right? <coughs> Since everything is relative, our timeline, and things start falling to pieces, uh, color starts to fade away, and there's, there's no color, everything's going black and white and glitching out, uh, kind of like you would imagine a television glitching out, and... All of a sudden, he wakes up and uh, his son or his daughter's back. I apologize if it's his daughter. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, I think it is his daughter. Now that I think about it. And everything's back. Everything's normal. Every, they're back at the beach. They're happy. They're living their life. And he overrides the quantum computer and, and life is normal. Now, what parallels does that have to our universe? Could we actually override our own universe with a quantum computer? I don't know, maybe. I mean, if you used a quantum computer in a certain way to create a wormhole or something like that, then maybe you could, right? I mean, that's possible. Um, they've already talked about portal technology. Uh, Emery Smith on Gaia has already talked about that. Um, so, yeah, is it possible to kind of change your own universe? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, what's the point? What is the point? <laughs> There's got to be a point, right? Um, is that there's many individuals waking up. It's not just a Neo situation. It's, it's uh, their entire city, right? In the Matrix. Oh, gosh, what was it called? Uh, Zion, right? Zion's filled with people who had already woken up before Neo. And they're already there working behind the scenes and working the, uh, the monitors and, and the, the gates and the ships and things like that. I see us as a civilization waking up, seeing these shows, seeing these things, these, these shows that are supposed science fiction becoming science fact within just a few years, um, quickly changing our reality and quickly changing individuals into waking up up waking up changing their minds away from this nine to five away from this current situation that we find ourselves in we were born into this situation that we have to change the situation but how do we do that it's going to take time it's not going to happen overnight unless well there's a lot of ways that, that could happen but if they revealed the zero point energy like they kind of did right um and that it was functional overnight then the infrastructure was there then things could change 
but unfortunately the infrastructure is not quite there yet therefore we can't have overnight change but we know it's on the way so that being said now that we have this zero point energy um, that we are going to change things are going to change fossil fuels are going to change uh, you know the way we travel the way that we compute the way that we work it's going to change how will it change will people continue to have jobs <laughs> a lot of jobs might might leave might be done i'm excited for the future but i'm also curious as to how it's going to play out many people are making money online many people are moving away from the nine to five they're they're following their passions and their dreams and they're waking up maybe it's time for the rest of us to wake up maybe it's time for me to wake up maybe it's time for you to wake up if you haven't already and start pursuing these passions instead of following the dollar because i'll tell you the older i get the more i realize we're closer to dying than ever right i mean if we're not doing something we're passionate about then what's the point? So we got to do what's, what we're passionate about. And getting back to that is key. So guys, continue to follow your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, right? That's the only way we're going to wake up. That's the only way we're going to live the life we should live. Don't live it just doing the 9 to 5. Don't live it just consuming and, and you know, just living a life that's not fulfilling. You know, more people are going minimalistic and more people are happier. Um, it's not always about money. It's not always about the biggest house. It's not always about the biggest car. It's not always about the best clothes. Uh, it's more about living a fulfilling life. That's key. And a lot of times that's away from technology. So it's going to be interesting. I hope you're taking care of your emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Spiritual health is going to help your emotional health, right? Because your spirit is, is guiding you. And then the, your emotions will follow. And then your physical body needs to have energy to follow that path as well. So you got to keep that up to shape as well. So it all plays a part. Eat healthy. Eat clean. Do the homework. Find out what's best for your body so that you can develop your body, develop your emotions, develop your spirit. And continue to love your family and those around you. Friends are also family. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. i got a great one coming up. Just saw an amazing show. So if, you're, if, you're, if you love sci-fi, talking about it, I'm going to have a great one coming up. So stay tuned and uh, it'll be coming out tonight. Anyway, guys, take care of yourselves and Lockdown Universe out.